This is King Luther the Great. This is the long-winded show. You know, I remember something my adopted dad told me before he passed away. He said, man up, son. I looked at this man, and I said, what? What are you talking about? Explain. What you mean, man up? I ain't knocked up no woman. (laughs) I haven't uh, had relations with a woman that produced an offspring. An heir. What are you talking about, Dad? That's what I said to him. He didn't answer or reply to me back. I said, daggone, dad, you all right, man. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with you. There you go saying that, that uh, fuck you up type shit again. So I go on about my business. And uh, I say to myself, for a man to have... Uh, Amnesia or something. He damn sure <laughs> can say a certain thing to like, damn, you sure you sick? <laughs> you know? Throwing that super duper wisdom on me. You know, but then there's times that he would say, when I be real distraught, would rather get information or have someone listen to me that was a total stranger. But I, you know, buckle down and I pick up that phone and I specifically call him and talk to him. And I just tell him sometimes, just straight out, what I'm going through. Dad, what you got to say? Say something to me. Because I'm going nuts out here in this street. It's crazy out here. He says, one time he says, son. I know it's tough. It's even tougher now than it was when I was coming up. And he was born back in the 1930s. The best thing I can tell you is just be a man. Be a man. That's how I raised you. To be a man. Well, guess what, Dad? You sure wasn't lying. Because everything I've done, I promise, (laughs) I have been considered a man, no matter how uh, insulting and degrading it's been. 
The greatest joy I had was telling and showing that man. <laughs> While I was out there in the streets, they thought I was high on drugs and all kind of shit. You know how people make up lies. And yeah, you do. <laughs> but finally, you know, I come home one day and I had in my hand something that I didn't plan on getting. Nor was I thinking about it. But I got it. And I carried it around in my pocket with me. It's the Nobel Peace Prize. The Medal of Excellence. Now I'm not touting my horn about that because a lot of people don't respect the military. It's not the military. It's what you can achieve because you put yourself forward when other people aren't strong enough. When you're not strong enough, actually. But they say, hey, two cents sure do help out tw uh, 98 cents <laughs> to make a dollar. You can't have a dollar and have just 99 cents. 99 cents does not make a dollar. There's no real point to it. Nothing more than people are just stagglers for what they want in the world. Yeah, sometimes you get a good shake. Uh, well, I'm 25 cents short on some tax. But you get that shake sometime only when you can spend you know, 40 or 50 dollars. Damn, uh, I ain't got no change. All right, you know, you good. Man, sometimes, you know, death doesn't come because you're short. You know, short on a little change. I wonder how come people personalities aren't that way. Okay, you know, for most folks, everybody don't wake up on the right side of the bed or even go to the right side of the bed <laughs> when they get ready to rest for the evening. How come people don't get that shake in life? Yeah, there'd be a whole bunch of reasons why. But really though, how come? When people are so um, complacent. <laughs> That they uh, don't care about anybody else. 
only themselves. So self-centered that they don't want people to know. So they don't realize it. Oh, this person here is all about themselves. Well, sounds like I just pretty much gave the definition of social capitalism. Because when everybody's trying to earn a dollar, (laughs) you know, it's dog-eat-dog, cut all the way. It's amazing what people do for money or for some type of prestige or something or just to be cool or hang around with friends or something. I don't know. It's just amazing what people would do. It's amazing what people will go through just to get what they think they want. You know, I remember coming up in the 80s, you know, they used to have the matinee every week. Every week, you had a Monday matinee, Monday, Monday night. You know, it was either that or football if you didn't have cable. And during that time, I never once thought about some of the things that I was watching. But movies back then were quite informative. Entertaining, but informative. Just like the other night. Matter of fact, last night. I was looking at Richard Pryor, the comedian, bless his soul, there was this one comedy act that he does that I had never, ever heard, always wanted to hear, and I was reminded of it last night, something like Mudbone in one of his routines. And on that stage yesterday, from this old show, one of his old recorded comedy acts, he stated that that was the last time he'll ever do Mudbone again. I had heard about it back then. And I just heard it for the first time. On TV. Old analog recording. Not digital. They were showing it on TV. Man, it was humorous as hell. Humorous. I needed to laugh real bad because I was hurting something awful. Hurting real bad. 
because sometimes you come across people that their lives be so horrendous, so horrific, so unbelievable that just hearing the stories or just being about makes your soul ache. And sometimes you might even catch a tear in your eye because you realize that there's always somebody out there (laughs) that seems to have it worse. And this already defined cold world. Cruel cold world. Where life has gotten even shorter. This is King Luther the Great. This once again is the long winded show. <laughs>